0: well good friday morning everybody i am glenn the geek in ocala florida
3: and i'm jamie jennings in norman oklahoma and you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for september 11th episode 2517 brought to you today by kentucky performance products good morning horse people
2: two airplanes have crashed into the world trade center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. I was lying in bed. Uh, all of a sudden, I heard what sounded like a plane or something coming extremely low. And then we just heard this shattering explosion. I ran up to the roof and confronted by this horror. There's a gaping hole. I can see the south face. And uh, there are flames. There are papers flying out of the windows, black flames. There are, there are uh, flames coming out of multiple
4: floors. Things are really
2: in chaos. And
4: I had to start
5: again. Just my children and my oh, Tons of people were running down Fulton Street. Thank my lucky stars to be living here.
6: The World Trade Center is smoking. Okay. Because the flag still stands for freedom. Out of all
4: sides. And they can't take that away.
5: It's a symbol, I think, of our strength. But uh, we are the United States of America. And
4: I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't. It's the men who died who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA.
0: Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this 9-11. Do you realize it's been almost 20 years and it seems like yesterday?
4: It
3: it does. That was such a chilling, um, morning. (sighs) One, one you just never forget.
0: No. And, and, uh, you know, when I hear that every year, it's like, God, it's, it's hard to believe that that was almost 20 years ago now. Mm -hmm. We did a special. I don't know, it's when we first started the show, I think. Way way back and uh, we did a 911 special and we talked to horse people and found out where they were on 911 and put that special together. I did put it out on the horses in the morning feed this morning. So if you want to listen to it, you can. It's on the podcast feed. I also put it out in the auditor feed too. You'll find it there. Uh but have your tissues handy if you do. Uh you know, before we get to today's show, there's 2020 is the year that just keeps on giving. So I'm going to try and get through this. Um, first of all, to all our HRN family listeners and auditors on the West Coast and in Oregon especially, we we're thinking about you guys. 10% of the state of Oregon has now been evacuated from their homes. Think about that 10% of an en- entire state. Mm. Uh, there are a bunch of our listeners, and I know you see the post too, uh, and our auditors that are working to help evacuate. I'm picking out a couple here that I just saw this morning, Danny and April, and everybody that's working to help evacuate horses and farms and all of that. Thank you for your help. I know there's many more. Uh, there's too many to, you know, I just can't up. First of all, I can't believe how many listeners and auditors we have up in the Northwest. We have a lot of them. And the amount of horse people t- coming together, I was reading some of the Facebook pages and the coordination. There are pictures of entire parking lots full of horse trailers just waiting to go evacuate horses. Some of them have had to evacuate now, Jamie. They move to like a fairgrounds and then get evacuated again because the fire's coming towards the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. And now some of them had to have had to move and evacuate three times
3: i wish i could uh, i mean Uh, my doors are open obviously i wish i was a little closer to help everybody oh god this is heartbreaking
0: i want to give some special love to krista youngblood who's one of our auditors uh she was told that the firefighters had to move on from her town and their town will be destroyed by by today and both get this her almost sold house and her new house are going to be gone Mm -hmm. So there she loses the house she's selling, the house she's buying. I don't know what kind of mess that creates. I don't even know how you deal with that. But Krista, uh, we're thinking about you and and just everybody out there. It's just heartbreaking what's going on. And then see if I can get through this one. So Leslie Wiley reached out. You know Leslie Wiley Bateman. She's been on the show for years and years. She's one of the favorites. Uh, she reached out yesterday, and it's public. It's on their Facebook pages, so I can talk about this. Her mom and dad were in a bad accident last week. Uh, her dad died, and her mom is in very serious condition, uh, like, I think, about 12 broken bones. Um, they need all the good vibes we can give them. I'll let you read Leslie's words there that she said for, to share with everybody.
3: This is the the positive nature and positive spirit of Leslie shining through, which is why we love her and we've had her on for so many years. Her response, well, first of all, I got to say that Glenn dealing with his everything that he has going on with the, the colon scary cancer and all that stuff, she reaches out to him and says, whatever you need, let us know. Yet she's going through this, and and she wanted to share these words with everyone, and they were, go hug your people. Get right with who you need to get right with. The clock is ticking on us all, and the best we can do is to love big and love hard. And that is the spirit of Leslie Wiley in a nutshell.
0: It definitely is. It definitely is. All right. Let's try and get on with the show. Let's do some birthdays. How about that? Right, big happy birthdays oh god there's a list too today there's a whole bunch of you having birthdays today our auditors tiana vestry Ker- corinna greater tessa Heyman, rachel laux april Hardeman, and kelly peterson hammer look i think i did it i think i did them all correctly
3: mm, probably not um i would also <laughs> oh.
0: like to sorry okay. let me stop it go ahead
3: I would also like to say to Tiana. she you know how you can do those Facebook posts where you're doing a fundraiser for your yes, birthday in yes. lieu of gifts? She's doing hers for Horse and Hound, and that made be so happy. Oh,
0: wow. Thanks. God, today's full of feels. <laughs> it's like, we got we're all going all to see if we can get through today's show,
3: people. <laughs> my Daily Winnie, Kara, it is not my fault. Kara Popplestone has gone online and started slandering me saying it's my fault that she's currently about to buy a horse at an auction <laughs> on an online <laughs> auction. It's not my fault. I just happened to get really lucky with my purchase. By the way, he's so pretty. Um, Kara is uh, the high bidder on a little, I th- is it a colt or a Philly? I can't remember. It's a little Roan quarter horse. Anyway, good luck. Have some fun. It's awesome. Uh, you know, D- do your homework and, and uh, wish you the best of luck. It's not my fault, Kara. I wonder I how I money- swear to God, if it's like <laughs> Drax and you're like, it's not working out, I'm going to send it back to you. It's not my fault.
0: <laughs> it's a AQHA 2020 Red Roan Colt, so it's a brand new baby.
3: Oh my God. It's so cute too. So let me also say, while I'm in the midst of the Daily Winnies, I talked about how Drax was returned to me um, beca- because he wouldn't move forward and he was getting mad anytime this woman who bought him asked him to go beyond a walk. And he comes back, and he's—they pulled his shoes. They decided they were going to sand his feet down to every two or three weeks to try to get the nail holes out. By okay? the way, I have
0: never heard of that before. Uh, <laughs> I, maybe I live in a bubble, but I have never heard of that before.
3: The bubble you're in is correct because that's <laughs> ridiculous. My farrier came out, put shoes on him, and guess what? He's totally fine. And um, I, I, but I got a lot of messages from people about: Are you anti barefoot? And of course, that's a whole nother thing, but most of my horses are barefoot. If they can go without shoes, great. You know, once, once they start competing and jumping, most of them need shoes. Um, I've had to put shoes on Zara one time because she split her heel in, like, some sort of accident out there. Uh, Zeus wears shoes, my Mustang, because if not, he'd be dead because that's he would never have survived in the wild for more than a minute. <laughs> uh, so he wears shoes and tracks wear shoes, but the rest of my horses are barefoot. It's all depending upon the horse, and that goes for all you Barefoot people that say no horse should have shoes. Clearly, that is not true. And then all of you that say all horses should have shoes. Do people say that? I don't know. But some of my horses go fine without them. Some don't. So it's just dependent. I will say this. We, we,
0: We do it. If we can go barefoot, we do. Now, however, we've had a lot of thoroughbreds over the years, and most of those thoroughbreds could not go barefoot. Now, I'm not saying all, but I'm saying most. You know, Nigel couldn't go barefoot. His feet are awful. (laughs) You know, he needs something now. He doesn't have shoes. They're doing all these glue-ons and all that kind of expensive kind, right? Uh, That's what Nigel gets, but he could not go barefoot. He just wouldn't make it. His feet are terrible. And yeah. most thoroughbreds we've had have been that way. <laughs> now, the pony, scooter, his feet are as hard as rock. He doesn't need shoes, right? But, and I have little boots for him he wears when he goes out. Uh, but you're absolutely right. I don't think this is a one-stop solution fits every horse. I, I don't. No. No. It's
3: I know like that the, the, the barefoot, that barefoot
0: people, they want it to. They, they just want it to so bad. <laughs> you know? It's, I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
3: I mean, uh, so I have three thoroughbreds here right now. Um, One is my little foster Kona and Kona has no shoes and he is totally fine. Just fine. No, wouldn't think twice about putting shoes on him. He's fine. Uh, Then I have Drax who clearly can't go barefoot. And I tried for the first six months after he came off the track and I pulled his race plates and, and I let him have some time and it just did not work. Nail holes or not, he was still a mess. Um, and then I have this mare that came in for training and she had, you know, it comes from a rescue and, and again, most of them go to the rescue and not the greatest of shape. And she had, you know, basically like flippers for her front feet. So we trimmed those got him up and I've just realized that she's going to need some shoes because she's just not comfortable with her feet being properly trimmed. She's a little bit unsound. So, uh, we are working my farriers coming back today. So it is just dependent upon the horse and, and some horses need them and some don't. And then some horses need them when they're doing particular jobs and some don't need them when they're doing those jobs. I it just depends on the dang horse. So, uh, anyway, that was my little, uh, thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like
0: in most things in life, there's not usually one solution that fits everything or everybody. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. You know, Drax could have probably benefited from the glue on shoes. He probably would have been great with glue on shoes too if you wanted I to I thought we were
3: going to have to because fortune. his little feet were nubs. <laughs> but he's actually all right. So we're pretty I'm pretty happy that uh, she was able to get something on him, and oh my God, just the relief you know once they put their they get that shoe on when they their feet hurt so bad because their soles are pressing on the ground and once he 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 got that shoe on and he put his foot down, and he just went <sighs> like started licking and chewing just like it's just instant relief for him to be a little bit uh off the ground and and you
0: know anyway, well now uh, you know for the I, next people that take him uh what to tell him.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for I told the last person that.
0: <laughs> All right, let's. We do have a couple of guests coming up today, and the first guest today is uh, James. Is it tonery? Yeah. Uh he now you'll remember him probably. He's got a great accent, which you'll recognize in a minute. He's from Cooper formerly from Cooper's Hill in Ireland. So we're going to talk to him. And then later on in the show, we have Carly Cade and Candace uh, Carabas coming on, and they're going to talk about a program called Horses, Hearts, and Havoc. And uh, they're both authors, and that should be a lot of fun, too. So we have some past guests showing up on the show today, and of course, really bad ads later on in the show. You guys have submitted, there's a whole bunch of listeners. Red ones today. So, our job will be a little easier today. And I'm happy about that, to be honest. Because it's so, so hard yeah. otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is such a difficult job. All right, let's uh, get James on. Now, you rode with James, right? When you were in Ireland?
3: I did. James ran Cooper's Hill Equine in Galway, Ireland. And I got to go fox hunting with Cooper's Hill, provided me a horse to, to go fox hunting with the Gralla Harriers. And it was just the highlight of of my vacation in Ireland and, and they weren't performing, they weren't hunting out in the fields yet. They were, it was a little bit pre hunting season. So we were hunting in a forest and the forest had these traffic barriers. And so as opposed to jumping giant hedges, we were jumping giant yellow and black traffic barriers. So it was definitely fun and definitely exciting. And, and it was just a, a total thrill. And, and now, you know, dude, I, I'll, I'll let James tell you.
0: All right, I'm trying to call him now. I know he's there because he checked in earlier. Now he'll be uh, gone.
4: There he is. Hello there.
3: Hi, James. It's Jamie Hi. and Glenn, and you're on the air. How are you?
4: Not so bad. Could, uh, could be worse. Not, uh, not sick anyway, like lots of other Americans.
3: Yes. Well, we're, we're glad you made it in before this whole thing happened. Now you are, I was just telling everybody about my experience in Galway with you and, and with your, your folks putting a, putting me on a, on a horse. And sending me out into the woods, jumping traffic barriers and chasing hounds. Uh, and it was, it was definitely the thrill of my entire Ireland experience for sure. And you were in Ireland and you were running Cooper's Hill. Talk to us about where you are now and why.
4: Um. Well, I mean, when all this stuff came down about the virus, which I don't, we're all fed up talking about, obviously, but uh, I, I got this um, notion in my head that. Things are going to get bad, like really bad. Now, I'm in a tourist business, so that meant there would be no tourists, tourists coming. It, like this. In January, we were um, projecting the best season um, so far. By f- mid-February, the bookings were cancelling. Most of them had cancelled. There was nothing coming in. Generally, we'd have 10, 20 coming in a week, and it just went dry. So that was a direct result of COVID-19 because of that, then, you know, you're, you're, you're surmising, well, what's the uh, projection from here? And for me, it was, gosh, there'll be no tourists. I'll have vet bills. I'll have shoeing bills. I have to exercise animals, feed animals, groom animals, take care of tack. What do I do? So I just made a decision with my uh, partner, Kira and uh, we just basically knocked heads on this issue for a little bit. And I said, no, we got to sell all the animals and, and, and just call it a day and, and um, try and reinvent ourselves elsewhere, you know. And that's what I've done. Um, I didn't see, I don't, from the projections I'm hearing, um, minimum it's going to be back on track. Now, not at the flow of, of 2019, uh, probably 50, 50, 75% of that by two years time, but really in four years time, we may be back to normal again, a new normal.
3: It's it's just heartbreaking watching what you guys had to go through, um, you know, through Facebook and Kiara's just amazing uh, woman. And uh, h- how was that to make that decision to to close and to sell all of these horses that you've poured your heart and soul into?
4: Uh, uh whew. That's hard to talk about right now. Um, quite tough, quite tough. Um, it probably ripped my soul out, you know, it really did. So it's, it, I had amazing horses um, known worldwide for their abilities. And, you know, they, they some of them, people were just lining up to buy them, you know, because they knew they were handled well, they knew they were going to be a good uh, addition to a family and they knew they were going to be safe. So that's all you really want when you want a horse. And after that, you can develop their skills and whatever you want to do, and and that's what where we pitched ourselves at, and we were very successful at it. And I put my heart and soul into it, and you know, you can well imagine, you know, you're you're hurting, I'm I'm, I'm hurting, and uh, a lot of other people are too. So we're all in in similar positions. But yeah, my whole life has changed, and um, I decided to um, come to the US and 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 uh, see where I could be used best here. As of yet, I haven't really developed something that um, I can go forward with, but um, I'm still looking, you know. I mean, the horse world is ever-evolving, and they're suffering here too, and you can see it, but um, it'll all uh, balance out eventually, you know. So where in the U.S. have you landed? I'm I'm currently vacationing in Rhode Island in Newport, and I'll be in oh, Boston. Oh, well,
0: that's at- not too shabby. Are you living in one of the big mansions there, Uh
4: Uh, Just off the cliffs, yeah, just one of the big. I wish
0: you and the breakers. (laughs) You're you you're hanging out at the breakers there.
4: Uh, My servant has just gone for a second to get me. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, I'm not there, but I'm looking at them from where I'm staying on on Shore Drive, and um, yeah, it's beautiful here, and it's a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful release from all the stress of having to deal with um, moving all the horses on. You know,
0: that's where my wife and I had our honeymoon. Was it in Newport? we we honeymooned in Newport we did not found, they didn't invite us to stay in the honeymoon suite at the breakers
4: either to be honest oh so. isn't no, that awful i found out that jfk got married here in st mary's church just on the hill there to it's, jackie
0: it's a cool place now it's going to be a little chilly come up, come a little bit here here
3: yeah, yeah. he's alright she doesn't care um <laughs> <laughs> so so james so what what is the business that you've decided to start here in the us and where is it going to be located
4: well, right now at the moment, um, um, I did my uh, test for the Massachusetts um, trainer's license. So I uh, have achieved the um, written part of that. So I'm, I'm passed on that. So I'll be able to do something in Massachusetts. And I just want to have a trainer's license somewhere just to say that, hey, you know, at least uh, I have some sort of qualifications. But that's what I did to, just to keep me occupied um everybody knows that I'm good at working horses, good at starting horses. So, I will travel to different places. I'm New England at the moment. So, anyone that's looking for, you know, help with their horse, I'm here to help them with that. And that's pretty much what I'm going to do.
3: And what are some of the things that you specialize in, help with helping people?
4: Well, one of the things I've got involved in in the past few years is um, uh, hunting clinics. And I've worked, helped people improve their hunting skills while out on the, in the field, and just show them little tricks and little um, solutions to issues when you're out riding in a large group. That's one of the things. The other thing is I've started horses from utterly wild, insane, to in a few weeks having them a riding horse. I've helped with issues like loading and so on and so forth. Um, they, they they use this term whisperer over here. But they have other terms in in Ireland, like the horse gentler. So I've been from a long line of those kind of people and that's what I can do. I can just uh, uh, basically gentle a horse into doing what we wanted to do, thinking it's doing what it decided to do.
3: Right, right. I do remember the experience that I had when the horse was unloaded from the horse box in the middle of this field, turned out impeccably. And all I was told, I, I said, well, tell me about this horse. And they said, save this horse in Galway, save this what? horse in Galway. And oh, my God, Glenn, this is like an 18 <laughs> giant monster.
0: But you need a step what ladder?
4: <laughs> what horse did you ride again? He was
3: he was a um, a, like a giant. I'm the name is I'm blanking on it, but it was a, a pinto <laughs> giant. Yeah. If you said it, I'd remember. Oh, It'd
4: be midnight, I would say.
3: Well, I think he was retired not too shortly after um, I wrote him, I guess. Oh, he oh, well. he
0: didn't survive your ride. <laughs> <laughs> he's traumatized. They had to retire I him.
4: <laughs> him. <laughs> I think the whole thing he may have been on was Midnight, and um, he's um, with a lady in Georgia right now. Oh, um, oh wow. The, 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 sometimes when people visit with us, um, they they connect with an animal. And this particular lady called Beth came over to Ireland with a group of friends after having a, a bit of a trauma in, in her own country um a family issue. And then she came over and right away it was like, click the two of them just got on and she visited us again a few years later. And after that, Kira and I, um, we, we kind of got this funny vibe that this lady and this horse has got something special, like very special. And uh, he always took care of her in a way that um, he would, most people, but a little bit more for her. I guess he, he knew she needed some, some support or something. And um, we reached out to this lady, Beth, when uh, we were shutting our business and said, I think I was never going to sell the horse. And I said, I think it's time to discuss um, him going to you. And she said, I would love that. And then oh, she wow. just said, um, we'll go ahead and ship them to Georgia
3: amazing amazing and, and it is probably a big part of your your job is is seeing who matches who and who is going to be safer with with which horse
4: that's the that's the the biggest task of all it's um you know the one thing you cannot do is to overmatch someone you're better off undermatching them a little bit and having them bring the horse on a bit more but that's the key to having success with animals. But he, the first part of that is to have an animal that will be um, the type that will always be uh, sympathetic to the rider. And I try to start the horses in such a gentle uh, and open way that the horse understands that he's not going to be hurt at any time ever. And as long as he cooperates with the rider, um he'll get his treat afterwards and life will be good you know so i've I've never beaten my animals i know some trainers um take a switch to them uh that's not my thing my thing is make the horse understand what it needs to do ask the horse to do it if it doesn't understand it let's reprogram ask it again in a nicer or different way and then when we all are on the same page let's Add the human and let's add the obstacles and let's develop the confidence and so on and so forth. And that's what I do for most horses just find out what they need, look into them. Like you have to look into a horse's mind and be able to do it. You have to be able to understand what's going on in his head. Sometimes it takes forever to understand. And then one day you go, oh, that's it. It doesn't want to go here because blah, 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 whatever. Maybe a, a cat runs around the side of the house. At a certain time of the day and the animal is always strange to that point uh when you're riding it so you understand and now you show it what's what's the cat what the cat's all about and it's fine and then you move forward so i ride the horses on busy streets in galway city and into the ocean and i, I get them used of everything and once you have an animal as uh, they say well used and used of everything they can be well used at the age of five and ready yeah. to go anything. <clears throat>
3: Absolutely. Well, where can people go? If, if, if any of our fox hunting listeners or any of our friends that are up in the New England area or are just anywhere in the country interested in, in reaching out to you and getting a fox hunting clinic going, where can they find you?
4: Yeah, just it's JT Equestrian. Um, you can find me, um, on, on look it up on Facebook, JT Equestrian, and, uh, you can look up my email, J uh, jtequestrian at gmail.com
3: fantastic james i i hope you come back uh when we'll keep keep up I with will. you i and- have a
4: phone number as well just for you guys if you need me uh it's 617-777-3989 if you want to just call and say hey what's up i have a problem with a horse and i'd like help
3: perfect wonderful thank you james and we wish you the best of luck and tell kiara we said hi
4: will do thank you so much Thanks, take james. care nice talking to you all Bye bye
0: All right, let's uh, go next to our good friends over at Kentucky Performance Products, and then we're coming back with a couple of more guests.
7: Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you, matters to Kentucky Performance Products.
0: And, of course, you can find them also on Facebook. She posts all kinds of cool information over there about your horse's health at Kentucky Performance Products. All right, next up, we have two authors joining us. Carly's been on our show before. Carly Kate is going to join us, and Candice Carabas is going to join us as well. They have something that they're putting together. You know, one of the things we try and do on the show here and on the Horse Radio Network is support the arts and artists that are in the horse world. That includes authors and artists and uh, craftsmen and things like that. You know that if you've been listening for a long time. We've done lots of specials, and uh, we highlight them at the holidays, which we'll do again this year and uh you know so right now you know that's a particular group that's uh having a tough time too but there, are a whole bunch of authors got together and is trying to help each other out and put something really cool together and that's why we have carly and candace coming up well i have carly and candace on here hi ladies Good morning,
8: Glenn and Jamie.
0: So, Carly, uh, you're, you've are you been an author for a long time. Just for for new listeners or listeners that have never heard of your books, just give us a quick outline of what your books are.
8: Well, so my book series is called the In the Rain series. Currently, it's a trilogy. Uh, the first book is In the Rains. the second is Cowboy Way, and the third is Chopin Promise. And basically, it's an equestrian romance series where we have a wannabe cowgirl returning to the saddle after a long time away from horses, living in the city, and she has some Bridget Jones moments where she's fumbling with the training and she desperately needs help. And she encounters our handsome horse trainer, Adam Kelly, who becomes her knight in shining armor, so to speak, in the horse world. And uh, there's a little bit of mystery and intrigue and suspense around his story in the world.
0: So are these like Lisa Waisaki's, where somebody dies in every uh, book?
8: <laughs> I want to keep keeping things light this morning or trying to for you. These are these are the stories uh, where no one dies. Uh, okay, there's, uh, <laughs> there's there's romance. There's mystery. suspense, But uh, happily ever after is always just right around the corner.
0: OK, good, good. That's that makes me happy today. <laughs> Candace, how about you? <laughs>
9: Yeah, um, well, there is a little mayhem in my book. <laughs> um, I have a murder mystery series set on a Missouri horse farm about a down on her luck jumper rider who's forced to uh, she kill people. She's forced-,
0: forced to kill people. Is that uh, <laughs> no? She no. isn't forced okay. to kill okay.
9: people, but <laughs> she is forced to take a job uh, that she doesn't really want, and um, and then. There's a there's a little bit of a paranormal element where uh, a horse that she used to ride begins uh, visiting her in her dreams and bringing her very cryptic clues, uh, and um, she ends up you know solving some some mysteries and yeah sometimes those include murder.
0: <laughs> What's that one? What are they called? But, what are the titles?
9: <laughs> they're called the Dream Horse Mysteries.
0: Dream Horse Mysteries. Okay, and the, cool.
9: The first one is is uh, on the buckle. The second is Run Out, and the third is Wrong Lead. And um, there's a free uh, prequel called Cold Backed.
0: You guys, um, you know, you, Carly, you know, as you know, uh, the Horse Radio Network here, we've been supporting artists and authors and all kinds of uh, creative people for many, many years. And you guys all decided that in this year, especially, that you would do something that's different unique. And I don't know that it's been done before. So tell us about it, Carly.
8: So uh, this is a this is a great example of authors partnering and uniting. That's something that's that's really important to me. Is we're not each other's competition. When we support each other, we lift up the whole equestrian niche, right? So uh, the the great story about this is Candice and I met for the very first time at the American Horse Publications conference in New Mexico in 2019, and Candace and I have had been uh, virtual friends for a while. And she came up to me and actually she said, you know, how can we partner? How can we bring authors together? How can we do more things together to support what we're doing? And the box set idea was born. So we created Horses, Hearts, and Havoc, which is a first of its kind, uh, eight full-length novel, multi-genre, multi-discipline box set for adults who love to read horse books. So we've got gated horses, we have Western horses, we have jumping, we have romance, we have mystery, we have suspense, we have lots of havoc, uh, so to speak. And uh, we partnered together, and Candace and I have been spearheading the project. And we reached out to other authors in our genre and pulled this project together, not only to support each other, but also to support our readers during this difficult time. Because what's really special about this is Readers can get eight full-length equestrian novels right now for $0.99 cents when they pre-order Horses, Hearts, and Havoc, wow. the box set.
0: Now, is this going to be in digital form?
8: This is a digital collection. Uh, unfortunately, it's so long with eight full-length yeah. novels that it's, that it's over the limit for print books. But uh, we've heard that our readers would really, some of our readers really like print. So we're thinking of doing some fun giveaways where we'll make the paperback copies available.
0: Well, I I think you're saving one whole tree by uh, uh, doing a digital (laughs) exactly per box set. Um, This is kind of cool, you know, and I don't know that this has ever happened in the horse world before. And I think a lot of people, we, a lot of our listeners, love to read, uh, and I think a lot of people would be surprised how many authors there are of books that involve equestrianism. Right? Mm -hmm.
8: That that is right. Uh, There are more of us than you think, and you know, we're often told. That our genre is too niche and people wouldn't be interested in it, but uh, there are a lot of us out here, and our readers are rabid. They love reading about horses, and in all of our stories, we're all equestrians, and all of our stories, the horses are just as important to moving the story forward as the human characters are.
0: And you're so you're doing this whole box set. It's how many again? Eight,
8: eight full-length equestrian novels, uh, and the beautiful thing about it is they're each the first book in a series. So all the authors that we partnered with on this box set have a series. So there's plenty more horses, hearts and havoc for readers to discover after they finish reading the box set.
0: Well if and if they want to get it, it's 99 cents, which is unbelievable. I mean, it's like a no brainer, right? How do yes, they get a, how do they get it? How do they order it?
9: It's it's available anywhere
8: where digital books are sold. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Kobo, iBooks, all the all the great places. And right now it's 99 cents if they pre-order it. It does release on October 15th, 2020. So when they pre-order it, it'll be instantly delivered to their device on October 15th.
0: All right. Very good. And uh, before we let you guys go, Candace, can you just for people who are listening and going, is my author in there? Can you give the names of the other authors that are involved?
9: Sure. Besides um, me and Carly, there is um, Amy Elizabeth, and her book is called Cut and Run. And um, Bev Pedersen, and she uh, has a story, let's see, I'm blanking, hang on. Writing uh, for Redemption. Writing, writing for Redemption. And then uh, Lori Bergley's book, Where the Bluegrass Grows, Natalie Keller Raynard has Showborn Blues Through the Mist by Susan Abel and Steak Night by Susan Archer.
0: Very good. Well, guys, I think this is a great idea. I think anytime we can all work together, uh, you know, it it is a big help. And I'm glad that we're able to talk about this a little bit today. We'll put a link in our show notes for the Amazon. And also, I'll post a link over on the Horses in the Morning Facebook page when the show is done today. So you can look for it there, too. 99 cents. It's a no-brainer. Just go do it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank
8: you. Right. Thank you, Glenn. We appreciate it.
0: All right. Take care.
8: Thanks, Thanks no, guys. Bye-bye.
0: All right. We're going to head from reading books about horses, hearts, and havoc to talking about CBD oil. So we're going to hear from our friends at Greenflower, and then we're coming back with some really bad ads. And now our own Dr. Wendy Ying speaks with Roger from Greenflower Botanicals in a series we call CBD Oil 101.
1: In our continuing series on CBD oil, we're going to discuss how we can use CBD oil to help us with arthritis and sports injuries in people, horses, and dogs. Roger, how can we use this as part of our protocol to help with arthritis pain?
2: First of all, probably one of the main things C B D is known for is its anti-inflammatory properties. And of course that ties right in with its analgesic, you know, pain relieving property. You can take the oil sublingually, uh, the tinctures that we sell, uh, you can also apply the oil directly to the skin. And then of course we also sell um lotions for that. But it's highly, highly effective. And it's probably one of the main reasons. Uh, that people are purchasing CBD out there today. Works wonderfully for dogs. Uh, we have our dog using it for hip dysplasia and really any kind of joint and mobility. Uh, we'd certainly recommend that people at least give CBD a try because for a lot of people, it just is just this side of, of miraculous, so it seems.
1: And we, I, we know that with traditional non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, there are a lot of side effects like gastric ulcers or liver and kidney damage. Is CBD oil much safer than those other options?
2: Yeah, that's really kind of beauty of it. I mean, it's just, it's a whole plant extract has all these wonderful omega fatty acids in it and other trace cannabinoids and things. And actually, CBD very soothing to your gastric system. So there's just really no side effects whatsoever, uh, nothing compared to NSAIDs or other popular um, pharmaceuticals that people might be using.
1: And for the topical products, can that help with like, you know, we're talking about inflammation, that can help with our skin diseases, like maybe hot spots in dogs?
2: Oh, absolutely! Um, you know, your skin, the largest organ on your body, but the skin is full of all kinds of little hungry receptors that just love the application of these cannabinoids, which is is what CBD is. It's a cannabinoid, so very, very healthy for all kinds of skin conditions, including even acne and things of that nature.
1: You know, I personally had great results from using the cream on my tennis elbow. It really made a big difference. And also, I didn't have to use as much because I was using it right directly on the spot of the paint. So this is really wonderful, Roger. How can people find out more about Greenflower Botanical Products?
2: Sure, that's real easy. You just go to greenflowerbotanicals.com. You can see all of our products there, uh, whether it's tinctures or or topicals. If you use a coupon coupon code HRN, we give 20% off to uh, our HRN listeners.
0: If you show your horses, please check with your federation on the legal use of CBD oil. And I believe that coupon code is still good, too. So it's coupon code HRN at Greenflower Botanicals.
3: Man, just my back started aching listening to that. I was like, oh, I need some on my back.
0: There you go. <laughs> I have a cold. I wonder if it helps colds. She, she didn't ask about that. I don't know if it helps colds or not.
3: Don't snort it.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, probably a good idea. All right, really bad at- I'll say pay attention.
2: If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading. they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. well, if the are in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of
0: persuadin'.
2: Horse trading.
0: That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit ads to us that are out of Craigslist or Facebook or someplace like that, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. We've been doing this since for 10 years, and we have read, I figured out, over 6,000 ads over that time, and we've given away tens of thousands of dollars of prizes, and the prizes are compliments of Horselovers.com. They're the ones that are supplying the prizes every week, so please go to Horselovers.com and support our terrific sponsors and Jamie's going to tell you about the first prize.
3: That is right, Glenn. The Vanna first White pri- is
0: going to tell you about the first prize.
3: Let's step up to the plate here. Let me show you the Rambo <laughs> Protector. How do you know what she
0: sounds like? We've never heard her talk.
3: I don't talk. know. I, yeah. I was just going with yeah.
0: my... I don't know.
3: Yeah. Uh, First up <laughs> is the Rambo Protector. People just love it when I do my British accent because yes, it's so yes, on point. So good. That <laughs> I'm glad you didn't
0: go into an Irish accent when for Jane. He's had a hard enough time.
3: <laughs> I know. I didn't need to throw him off because he probably punched me through the, the computer. Uh, the Rambo Protector is specifically designed to offer superior protection from both flies and sunlight. Made from a unique, patented and durable self-repairing fabric, this rug offers UV protection and is designed to last many seasons. With 65% UV protection, this sheet also provides needed sun protection during the hot summer. $180 value.
0: And an Ovation Bridal. Of course, one of our other terrific sponsors. It's an Ovation Fancy Stitched Raised Padded bridle with reins, Fine, supple leather with tight, even stitching. A mono crown designed to alleviate pull, pr- pull pressure. This is like a tongue twister ad, this one. And finished with beeswax for supple And will but we'll still take oil. This is a hundred and twenty five dollar ovation bridle. And you guys all could use another bridle. Everybody wants another bridle.
3: Everybody needs a bridle. It's like saddle pads.
0: Bridles, bits, and saddle pads.
3: Yes. And and apparently with our group, horses. (laughs) And horses. And boots and saddles and brushes and anything. Yeah. Feed hay. All the things. (laughs) Uh, Finally, we have Perry's Sheepskin Shipping Halter. Sheepskin Shipping Halter is completely covered with stitched-on fleecy natural sheepskin for your horse's complete comfort. Adding to the luxuriousness of the halter, the sheepskin boasts soft, hand-rubbed edges, expertly crafted in America using top-quality premium leather stainless steel hardware. Each cut, stitch, and finishing touches completed by the hands of a small number of local Amish leather workers. In my head when I read that, I saw... A local number of small Amish workers.
0: <laughs> you picture them sitting in <laughs> a tree.
3: Tiny little, <laughs> these tiny little Amish people.
0: Uh, with tiny little their ears. little hats on, sitting at the North Pole <laughs> making Friday. halters. We're a little-
3: punchy. These Amish workers with tiny, small, little number I pictured, hands.
0: I pictured Rudolph there. there hanging by around.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, they, so you saw it, too. <laughs> a small number of Amish workers, not a number of small Amish workers. <laughs>
0: we don't know. They could be small. We don't know.
3: Oh, it's Friday. To make this plus halter even better, they incorporated a double buckle crown and a convenient snap at the throat. I don't know how they did that with their tiny hands, but they did at $200 value sorry horse lovers we love you sorry to, no disrespect Perry <laughs>
0: all right let's let Betty Faye get us out of this uh you get double the entries to <laughs> it yeah. like, like, giant like normal sized people with these tiny little hands and the big hats the big Amish hats and the beards oh, God. um Betty Fay sent us this one you get double the entries if you send it in yourself and record it yourself and Betty did that
5: this is a Craigslist ad for a quarter horse gelding for $2,000 in Farmington, New Mexico. There's only one photograph. It doesn't show the horse very well because the photographer is in the saddle, and it shows the top of the horse's neck and his ears and his shadow. Like, you can see a whole lot of the horse from his shadow. Um, he's standing in a big, huge, flat field surrounded by a big mesa and big, beautiful sky, and he's a chestnut, and that's all you can tell from him. And there's not a lot of punctuation, so here goes. I'm selling a gelding quarter horse, 16 years old, 15 hands, and I only use him for trail riding. And I check the cattle with him, not afraid of rope, and loads good, stands for the farrier perfectly, stands great saddling him. We give him a bath, not afraid of water. He not hyper. Sometimes I leave him in the pen, or I take him out in the pasture. And he always always comes home in the evening, if he in pasture. And he just has a little tiny buck. That's the only thing about him. He doesn't bite, very calm, very gentle, but he just has a little tiny tiny buck. He doesn't buck every day. Honestly, he will only Buck once a month. That's (laughs) it it, because I ride him every weekend. Period. Experienced writers only, period. If you have any questions, please call or text. I respond to both. You're Y O U R more than welcome to try him out. Thank you.
0: See, those are the worst kind because you get you get in a groove and you go, ah, it's going good. And then you let your you relax a little and then the horse bucks.
3: Here's what happens is you're like, "Mm, he's super safe. And then you bring a friend over who's like a child. And then uh, the horse bucks him off. And they're like, oh, yeah, he does have that tiny buck. And then that person is scarred for life. And for the rest of their lives, when they find out you have horses, they're going to tell you about the time that they got on that (laughs) horse that bucked him off.
0: God, how many times have we been told those stories? At (sighs) podcasting conferences, every damn podcaster there has a story about a horse when they were a kid. Everyone.
3: this one time i was riding a horse i've only ridden a horse one time do you and, let him um, go
0: or, and just you, you have to suffer through uh, yeah. it you have to let him go and, and you know it's the same every story is the same
3: <laughs> okay okay i want you to start telling me a story about the time you rode a horse the only time you were oh, when i was a go.
0: kid my parents took us to this place and they had little ponies and the one little let pony me was... stop
3: you <laughs> it's a pony it ran you under a tree and <laughs> how did you well. know that that's so weird. <laughs> do, do another one. Do another one. Uh,
0: when I was a teenager, I took my girlfriend. I thought it'd be all romantic. We would go to this place where you ride Let horses. Let me stop
3: you. Let me stop you. Yeah. You got bucked off.
0: Yeah. How did you know?
10: <laughs> so weird.
0: Lorreen's going to help us out today. Yay, Laureen. We needed her today.
10: Hi, good morning. This is Laureen Barden. And so I don't get punished again. <laughs> this week, I'm going to read a really bad ad. Now, this ad is not about a horse, but it does have the word horse in it. (laughs) So the ad starts out, um, exclamation point, hidden, H I D D E D, hidden treasures here. And then two more exclamation points. And the first um, line is in all caps. Huge, huge sale for all. This is the sale of the season you don't want to miss. Three days only, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Here are just a few of the items we would like to share with you. Antique farm collectibles, cutting torches, large paint booth, 140-kilowatt natural gas generator, 25-kilowatt natural gas generator, I-beams, H-beams, fuel oil furnace, wheel horse garden tractor 520, grandfather clock, Antique student desk, parentheses for the shabby chic. Mix of antiques, Pepsi machine, collectible signs, hydraulic lift gate, locomotive fuel injector, pumps, tools, gas engines, electric motors, cast iron cauldron. New items daily. This is just a small list of items. There are many, many, many more items and worthy of your time. You will find something, not just a regular sale. These are items you may never see again. (laughs) The address is, and then it gives an address in PA, directly across from the large propane tank. Looking forward to seeing you. So, I Google mapped this place since Pennsylvania is right next door to New Jersey, and I am also interested in the cast iron cauldron because my neighbors already think I'm crazy, and I think putting that (laughs) on my front lawn would be awesome. So I Google mapped and did a street view, and this place looks really scary. It looks like Jason is waiting inside for me. I think if I go in, I might need somebody with a chainsaw and never come out. So... Um, on second thought, I think I will stick to shopping at my local tax shop and just get everything I need there. So thanks for listening to my ad. Bye.
3: <laughs> I, I got a couple of takeaways from that three actually first of all how awesome is she that she's like my neighbors think I'm weird i'm going to put a giant iron cauldron, cauldron. <laughs> and like for how many sitting they're stirring it you know <laughs> uh that's my first takeaway my second takeaway is that sounds just like an oklahoma flea market okay that <laughs> is everything that they have at the flea market on the weekends and the other thing is i learned a lot about how she speaks by just listening to her and i realize betty uh Lorene, that you don't and i just love it I just love it. There's no R sound in how she talks. So it's like she said, the it's, a, it's an iron cauldron, iron cauldron. And then um it's like, you know, it's got the moda, moda. And then uh, my neighbors, there's no R. I, I've learned so much from listening to Lorreen. My neighbors and my moda. An it's an iron cauldron and my neighbors think I'm crazy I don't know I can't even do it anymore but anyway I'm—I kind of had me. a little
0: southern in there too yeah I know yeah, it, yeah. it
3: kicks in I do an accent. <laughs> I just, I'm going to work on it I'm going to get better Lorraine next week I'm going to come back and I'm going to imitate you and it's going to be spot on
0: I'm writing that down in the book of Jamie <laughs> is there a book of Jamie? there should be I don't want to see that <laughs>
3: i'll show he it to probably...
0: chad later
3: oh no please don't <laughs> did you hear you heard where he is right now right when he yeah, called before right before the show. the show and i answered the phone and i'm like I he was hey, working babe, I, got, I gotta work right right now i hope you're having a good time what did he say
0: he said i'm off to palm beach
3: no pebble beach
0: oh pebble beach that's it and the only thing i know that's at pebble beach is a golf course where they play the masters right pebble beach
3: yeah, he's um, playing Pebble beach today, and oh. he, it's, it's not what you know, Glenn. It's who you yeah, know. Yeah, like, because
0: you okay? can't like, get in there. It's not like and a public th- course, is it?
3: I think that he's pay- he w- no, he's um paying me back for buying an Andalusian side He's like I'm taking a golf strip and I'm going to play all- Spyglass and Pebble Beach.
0: Pebble like, Beach all- has to be about $1000 around.
3: Oh god, I can't even. You know what? He hasn't told me and I haven't asked. So, um he'll be like I got a military rate. It's like it was free. And then I'll just suck it.
0: Tell us about some cows for sale. Oh
3: good lord. Uh, Katie sent this one in, by the way, I I would also like to point out that we got it from Sarah, Clover, Allison, and Jason. Uh, Katie sent this one in and by the way, you guys are all in the prize. You do get double the entries if you, um, record it yourself. Uh, three family cows for sale. We have three family cow. Where is this? Doesn't say. Okay. Um, we have three family cows for sale. All of them are currently in milk Two are Jersey. One is a three-quarters cow.
0: (laughs) What's the other quarter? Quarter quarter not every hours? time I make What's...
3: fun of cow stuff, some listener <laughs> shames me about my lack of cattle knowledge. But a three-quarter cow is that like a one-quarter I horse? Don't know. Like, I'm gonna
0: look that up. I don't know what a three-quarter cow is.
3: <laughs> three-quarter cow. Write that down. Put Google that. Okay. Uh, we also have a half Jersey, half Dutch. All are gentle and can be handled. Well, thank God, because you're milking them. For God's sake, you might as well not get kicked in the teeth when you go under and start squeezing their boobies.
0: All I get is, is when you divide, when you divide up a cow, when you butcher a cow, you can get three quarters of the cow. That's all I get is all the butchering stuff. So what that
3: one ain't going to milk anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And are the cows a family or are they family cows?
3: I don't know, but I'm, I, I'm I afraid know. to do not, Jamie, do not Google image three-quarter cow. <laughs> oh.
0: no, no, you'll get a lot of pictures. Uh, oh, three- uh, uh, Lena oh, sent no. this <laughs> Lena sent this one in. It's our horse trailer of the week, and this is a oh classic. Oh, my God. This is a classic. And the way I, I want to tell you about, I'll talk about it. Let me read the ad first. I don't know much about it. It has been sitting in our yard. No title. Would be cool upcycled into a container garden. So now there's a picture now. It's from the top, which just makes it look like it's a miniature horse trailer, like it's a little tiny toy, doesn't it? It looks like a little tiny toy in a train set, but I don't know. They're way above it. But it's a horse trailer, a two-horse round front trailer, like we always get, completely rusted out. This one, though... The wheels aren't even on the trailer. They're sitting beside the trailer, and the whole trailer's sitting on the ground. You definitely aren't going to revitalize this into a horse trailer, and it's sitting there with you the weeds have around to it.
3: You cut <laughs> this thing out of the weeds, too.
0: I don't know what you would do with this. It's scrap metal. But they didn't say they were asking anything for it. So, And the other thing is... It's been. I don't know much about it. It's been sitting in our yard. Uh, how long has it been sitting in the yard? <laughs> a long time. A long time. Uh, by the uh, weeds and
3: ivy that have grown around they it. They bought no, the I house like and to... it was
0: there, is what it was. Would,
3: yeah. yeah, exactly. I would like to point out that yes, it would be cool upcycled into a t- container garden, and then you invite your enemies over, and you're like, "Hey, look at my cool container garden," and then they prick themselves and get hepatitis or tetanus. <laughs> It is so rusty.
0: I'll post this in the auditor room. This one would be, if we were still doing a calendar, this would be in the calendar for sure. (laughs) It's a classic.
3: Jessica sent the next one in. Oh my God, this picture of this horse (laughs) makes it. Okay, it's a photo of a horse. The ad is beautiful quarter horse mare. Brood potential and very competitive for $2,000. And it is a photograph of the horse cantering away you're trotting away if you were to take the percentage of the photo like like the whole photo the horse is about just about five percent in the middle of it because it's so far away running swishing its tail (laughs) you can't see this horse for nothing you can tell it's a
0: horse and that's about it
3: (laughs) i always think to myself like are you trying to
0: sell this You know what it is with this one? They couldn't get close enough to catch it.
3: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) She's very competitive. She'll race you when you try to get it. Yeah, this is the best
0: that they could get because they can't get any closer than this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Carrie sent this one in. Oh, I got this one because it's a percheron. Uh, This one's name is Belle, 12 year old percheron cross mare. Kiddo broke to the max, takes care of kids, literally. Plop your toddlers on her back, she'll hold up to four at a time, and head in the house to do a few loads of laundry. When you come back out 45 minutes later, Belle will be in the exact same spot you left her, regardless of the toddler's squealing, giggling, and leg gyrations to get her to trot around the backyard probably and in, in, for for my sake and for the lawyer's sake, for the Horse Radio Network, we don't advise you to leave your four toddlers let on the me, horse while you go in the house. We, that's not uh, something me, we advise. Let me tell you, yes,
3: as a parent, um, this is a terrible idea. I don't care if she'll move or not. Do not throw your four kids <laughs> up on the back of a horse and go in the house for 45 minutes. I bet you that they didn't have no helmets on their babies when they did this and so they got four babies they did on the back it. of a horse and they, you know what? Bell didn't move, but like, by God, you know, what happens if one of them babies just falls off? It can happen in the damn <laughs> I Got no helmet on and gonna hit the ground. Then Bill cannot go, oh have a heart
0: when this. we read these. How many what? times do you tell me that? If you're no looking, oh, thing. we're not done yet. If you're looking for a beer drinking, super chill, ain't gonna go anywhere fast horse, Belle is your also your gal. Anyone over 100 pounds who can cluck at her will be shuttled safely from point, point A to point B be at a sedate speed. Can't manage to pick up the reins because you've finished a six-pack before the trail ride lunch break? Just click twice and sit back. By the way, one click will not cut it. Two clucks, and there will you'll be there till morning. Bell will get you to the barn door in one piece. After that, you're on your own.
3: Wow. Whew. <sighs>
0: A whole lot of Sounds redneck like, going on this place.
3: That's <laughs> all sorts of redneck. I mean, that's a problem, too, is you needed to read that with the Southern accent, because if he's looking for a beer drink and super chill ain't going to go anytime an ad says the word ain't, you better bring your Southern at the best.
0: Uh, yeah, Val. I kind of want Val, actually, after owning pertrons before. And you really could, on our Percheron, put four children up there. I wouldn't, again, advise you to leave, but... Would have you there. just
3: put your four babies up there in the back and just walk away on into the kitchen, and get supper fixed up and ready. And then you come back outside and then four babies just sitting right up there. No problem. <laughs> Belle ain't going to move at all. And you know what? She ain't going to go anywhere fast because if you cluck to her once or twice, then she'll get you home, but you can't cluck once. You got to cluck twice. Cause you cluck once, she's just going to stand there and ain't going to do nothing. But you know what? Your babies can sit there and cluck all they want because they ain't over a hundred pounds and they're just going to be fine. <laughs>
6: Uh, you Hi, know what? It's Ashley Crabtree <laughs> um, from down do here too. in Madisonville, Tennessee. And oh. I have a really bad ad for you. Oh, at
0: least start over. Cause oh, my God. I no want to hear Ashley. all of Ashley. I just want to hear every word.
6: It's, it shouldn't sound like me. Hi, it's Ashley Crabtree um, from down here in Madisonville, Tennessee. And I have a really bad ad for you today from our Knoxville, Tennessee Craigslist. Um, And it is, well, Jamie's going to love it, but it is a truly Southern ad. And I already have a pretty good Southern accent to boot, but I think I'm going to try and add a little extra flair to this one. (laughs) Perfect. So bear with me. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Pure bred, well-behaved miniature horses, $435 in Farragut, Tennessee. My old girls, Rosie and Petunia. Just gave birth to two mighty fine-looking foals. I call one lightning, because he's a fast son of a gun. But the other one I just calls call horse, because he ain't do nothing all his eight months life except be a stupid horse. I have had a lot of people, as me, in past sales. If these horses is well-behaved, and yes, I train them best I know how, they set when you ask them, and they got the best table manners this side of the Mississippi. If you're interested in picking up one of these fellers, please give me a ring on my cell phone. I would recommend buying Lightning, as he is a good boy. And Horse is just a dumb idiot horse. But I won't stop you from buying both of them. Connor. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and got a little bit of a kick out of that one.
0: We did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well done. She she can turn on the thick southern accent there.
6: (laughs) Man,
3: she's got a southern accent, but she's got one of them like pretty southern accents where she's all. It's a certain kind of 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 Tennessee
0: that has that, right? Or is it just, it's like the upper class in England.
3: It's like when a- Debbie accent. fills in yes. for you on a Friday and I have to have her do an accent and she does this like Scarlett O'Hara kind of beautiful Southern accent and then you got me just doing this big old <laughs> Georgia, Georgia redneck accent. <laughs> accent.
0: That was a wonderful Ashley. You it's made like in day. England
3: when they have different. They have, like all of England has different accents, no matter where you yep. are, and sometimes they don't even understand each other from you know the north of England. It's one country. God, the Welsh just are like ridiculous.
0: That. The Welsh, I don't even. I just when they interview Welsh people on uh, when you're watching a show and there's Welsh people on it, it's like I have no idea. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hannah's up next. You are Hannah's you are you're the, up next.
3: I'm up next. Five yo. Paint for sale eighteen hundred dollars five yo period paint period black period all with white socks about fifteen hh dot dot we'll come to you anywhere saddles and walks and she's been in the pasture for so long what <laughs> <laughs> does not have to be an experienced herder. No space period, no space, lowercase B, but will be a great horse under a little train and just wormed and had feet done. Does not bite. Well, I don't know why I'm doing Southern, but it just <laughs> sounds right. Does not bite, kick or buck. My buyer must pick up at our farm. Cash only.
0: Why is it it's been in the pasture for so long. We need to get it out of the pasture.
3: Saddles and walks <laughs> since she's been in the pasture for, for so, so long. long. I don't even understand that <laughs> sentence. Either. Hannah,
0: that's obviously why. I don't you know said how that. they'd go together. If horses only could learn to ride while in the pasture, it would be great. Every horse you know would be what? perfect. I
3: just I don't even yeah, I don't get it. But that's fantastic, Hannah. Thank you.
0: Kimberly sent this one in. This has got to be from California, because Kimberly's from California. Horses for sale, $500. I have a 13-year-old grade mare for sale. She is broke to ride. Only flaw is she... Oh, there's no punctuation, damn it. I usually give (laughs) these to you. All right, here we go. I have a 13-year-old grade mare for sale. She is broke to ride. Only flaw is she can be hard to catch at times, and she doesn't like having her feet done. I also have a grade mare... Grade... grade I also have a grade bay mare. She is 17. She is broke to ride, and she has a bad front knee. Would make a nice plaster plaster pet or a brood mare. She'd be a plaster pet. She could be a plaster pet. God bless him. <laughs> there you go. A couple grade mares.
3: Just from a reminder that, like, say, Kimberly sent that in. Kimberly didn't write that. That's not her ad. These ads, because every once in a while we'll get complaints, and it's like, like, we're not making fun of the people who submitted it. Those are the people that saw it and are making fun of it themselves and just thought we would enjoy it.
0: Yeah, we're make, we are actually making fun of the people who wrote it, though. Wow, yeah, we're making yeah.
3: we're definitely doing
0: that. <laughs> and I'm really surprised no, over the years that. we've had a couple of people that said they're never listening to our show again because we're mean. Um, yeah, and we're uh, so mean. that doesn't make up for the. Double audience we get on Fridays. You're really <laughs> bad ads. So. You know
3: what? You it's a free country. You can listen to whatever you want to, to listen to. You know, maybe listen to
0: Monday through Thursday and not Friday. That might be it. Yeah. But you know what? If you don't like this, you're not liking us the rest you of the week. Like the other days so. too. No. Jill sent this one in. We'll end with Jill.
11: Hey everybody, it's Jill from Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, I found this bad ad, and it comes from Montevideo, Minnesota. So I'm going to do my hand at a.
0: Really yes. bad. Go for it, Jill.
11: Minnesota accent. Woo-hoo. Apologize to everyone. Okay. Very healthy <laughs> quarter horse gilding for sale. He's about 15 to hands. Had this horse for about a year, and it's time for it to move on. He has started to gain bad habits, which include being very anxious to go home if he gets rode too far away <laughs> from the barn. Gets upset if it has to be tied up for too long, and can occasionally be hard to catch. Trailers very well, picks up feet great, and can be very fun when it behaves. It is used to everything. Donkeys, mini horses, goats, llama, pot belly pig, chickens, and a peacock. Lots of potential here. About 20 years old, but does not show its age. Would not be a beginner horse. Thanks for your interest. Any questions, or if you are interested, please give me a call at blah, 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 blah. Would be possible interested in trades for a fishing boat.
0: Well, right. I have no idea Woo! what she said. It didn't matter.
3: I know, that, but that was like she could also double if she would just tweak it a touch to an Irish accent. Yes. That was so yes. great. I was thinking that. Oh my that. gosh, that was so great, Jill. There's also I'm a little
0: bit so of Pennsylvania excited. Dutch in there, too. <laughs>
3: we needed really bad
0: ads today we all yeah. needed really bad ads today oh we really my god did. <laughs>
3: if anybody got through the first half of it they're going to love <laughs> the second half if anybody is still here we appreciate it <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh you know i have my podcasting mentor says either make him laugh or cry and it's a good show we've done both today <laughs> so thank you everybody for joining us be safe this weekend be safe there on the west coast we love you all and uh, we'll talk to you on monday
3: okay then okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hang around auditors we'll talk for a second
9: they'll just pick up my book